Welcome to the BCHL podcast presented by Subway. This is Brent Mutis from BCHL Communications, and we have three interviews lined up for you this week as we catch up with the player of the week, the head coach of the BCHL's hottest team, plus an interview with a league alum who is off to a good start this NCAA season. And we'll stay in the college ranks for a bit of news to start the show as four BCHL graduates were recognized as conference players of the week this week. Former Penticton V's blue liner Colton Pullman is now the captain at North Dakota, and he took the NCHC Defenseman of the Week nod. While over in the Big Ten, it was Salmon Arm Silverbacks product Terrell Hirose taking Player of the Week honors at Michigan State after a six-point week that included two game winners for the Spartans. In the Atlantic Hockey Conference, former Powell River Kings netminder Brian Wilson is Goaltender of the Week for Niagara as he posted a win and a tie against conference rival Air Force. Another goalie award went to former Trail Smoke Eaters netminder Lyndon Marshall at RPI as he backstopped the engineers to a pair of upset wins over Union. We should also mention three other BCHL alums in Quinnipiac's Chase Prisky, North Dakota's Nick Jones, and Princeton's Josh Tevis as they have been named candidates for the NCAA's Senior Class Award that recognizes excellence in the classroom and the community as well as on the ice. Keeping with the alumni theme now, we go to our first interview segment and catch up with former Trail Smoke Eaters, Vernon Vipers, and Alberni Valley Bulldogs forward Craig Martin, who is now a senior at Quinnipiac. Currently second in team scoring, Martin has helped the Bobcats to a 5-0 start to the season and says the team's consistent effort level has allowed them to win in a variety of ways already. Uh, I think we have a really hard-working group this year. Yeah. We didn't really didn't get into small details in our games and uh, Awarded us here pretty early. Uh, we've been able to get off to a couple hot starts, especially this last weekend against ASC, and then just uh, kind of ran with the games a bit here. And uh, everything's been going pretty well for start. And for yourself as well, I think you got two goals and five assists out of the gate, so it's a good start for you as well. Are you playing with any BCHL alums by chance, or maybe you can break down uh, how your line's shaping up and what's been working? from where we are here in BC and we always pay quite a bit of attention to Quinnipiac just because of the number of BCHL alums that seem to wind up on the Bobcats roster. I think you guys got at least 10, 10 players that used to be in our league right now. Um, what Does that come up much around the room? Is it sort of known as a BCHL type team? Oh yeah, for sure. We always have the uh, BCHL, USHL rivalry. Um, I think my class my entire class coming in as a freshman is actually all BCHL guys. So, uh, yeah, we had it out with the older guys a bit, always uh, going back and forth. But, yeah, they, uh, they love the BC guys up here. I always say they're good character guys, and it seems to be working for them. We talked a little bit about the USHL, which is obviously another big source of players for a lot of Div 1 programs. Um, is there ever any, uh, any, ever any chat about what would happen if a BCHL team played a USHL team, or do you get a sense of what the different styles would be like between the two leagues? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Uh, all the USHL guys kind of chirp us a bit about being all awesome and no defense. I don't know if that's true. I mean, we come here and... Uh, Guys like Davidson, Clay PK, and then 
But, uh, yeah, so then uh, I, know, I think it was a pretty good match, uh, seeing what they have. And uh, it'd be kind of cool to get some games in. Maybe in the future I could take cross did that a bit. We're talking with Craig Martin from Quinnipiac University. I wanted to talk to you about one BCHL um, in particular, an important guy in your guys' room, uh, Chase Prisky, who's your captain, a former Salmon Arm Silverback. He's a draft pick of the Washington Capitals. Obviously, um, he's thought of highly as a leader and has great character. If you could be a little, go a little bit hockey scout for me right now, why do you think it is? Uh, you know, he's a, he's a draft pick. What is it that he does that uh, that sets him apart? He's got a he's got a rip from the point there. We uh, we use him on the half wall on the power play and he already has four goals. Like most are usually one keys and probably had about twenty five posts last year. He's just a good skater, he's good at transitioning, always does stick on puck and uh yeah, he's uh, he's really improved his four years here. Been really impressive with him and uh some of my best buddies off the ice, so I can't say enough good things about him. And obviously another uh, pretty good recruiting class from the BCHL. One of the players that was a really good player in our league last year is Ethan DeYoung, who was with Prince George, went to the Fred Page Cup Finals. Um, has anything stood out to you about him so far? Yeah, he just uh, he keeps getting better and better every day. Like, uh, he, uh, for a little guy, uh, he protects the puck so well. He's, uh, he's a smart player, too. He makes some good plays. I think he was five assists already, so... Uh, We're speaking with Craig Martin, Trail Smoke Eaters alum, now a senior at Quinnipiac. Uh, notice your conf- your conference schedule is ahead. Um, you got, uh, I think you said Harvard and Dartmouth coming up. So what's this week of preparation been like? Has it been any different than your previous uh, weeks of prep going into previous weekends? I mean, you got the games that start to count for real coming up. Yeah, uh, not too much different. We, uh, we go over to power play, PK, and starting to do some mock stuff in power play and uh, yeah, just make sure we're uh, ready to go because this is a big point for us here. So uh, we definitely need two dubs this weekend and uh, yeah, just making sure everyone's prepared, keeping everybody accountable. Wanted to have you paint a little bit of a picture of the college hockey landscape uh, that you have at Quinnipiac. You're you're in Connecticut, and just up the road is Yale. I know it's probably your probably your biggest rival in conference, maybe in all of college hockey. Um, what are game nights like for you guys at home, and, and what's uh, an intimidating or fun place to play on the road? Yeah, game nights are pretty pretty great at home, especially against uh, their, uh, yeah, their biggest rival. That's former Trail Smoke Eaters forward Craig Martin speaking to us this week from Quinnipiac University. Moving now to our BCHL Player of the Week, and another defenseman took the honors this time as Victoria Grizzlies blue liner Carter Berger racked up four goals and two assists to help the Grizzlies to three wins on the road. Yeah, uh, obviously it was a pretty successful weekend personally and as well for the team. Uh, 
I think I got to give a lot of credit to my teammates. I think the team played. We had a really good weekend. We got four to six points, and I think you know when the team's playing well, it kind of just comes comes easy to you. Who's been your defensive partner um, uh, most recently, and what do you enjoy about playing with him? Yeah, I've been paired with uh, Jeremy Bushler for pretty much the whole season. I think I met him in uh, in camp there in August, and we've kind of just clicked ever since. And we've been great together, and I love playing with him. Talking with Carter Berger, the CHL Player of the Week from the Victoria Grizzlies. Uh, I noticed a couple of the highlights last uh, from your last week um, that led to your Player of the Week. Uh, a couple of shots from the point. There was one in uh, Chilliwack where I think you might have got the benefit of a good deflection in front. And then there was also a goal in Surrey that came from the point where you kind of changed the angle. Can you kind of walk me through what it's like, uh, shots from the point, and what, what uh, your method is and making sure you get it on net? working on. I think as a defenseman it's such a such a valuable skill to have, being able to get a get a point shot through, get it past traffic and you know, obviously trying to get it past the goalie as well. But I think it's something I worked on a lot in the summer and it's nice to see that it's kind of been paying off here at the start of the season. In terms of your own production, I mean, a lot of folks would maybe point to the fact you got Alex Newhook, you got Riley Hughes, who's a Rangers draft pick up front, you got Alex Campbell, who's being touted as a possible draft draft pick. Maybe people say Carter just got to get the puck up to those guys, and the assists will come. Uh, I don't know if it's that simple, but what's it like with uh, those options in front of you? Yeah, it's awesome. Obviously, we have a really skilled team here. Uh, probably the most skilled team I've I've ever been on in my life. I mean, guys like like you said, Newhook. So. So highly touted, and Hughes already drafted, and Campbell and other hopeful for the draft. I think, you know, once we once we when we put it all together and can find that consistency in our game, I think we're one of the best teams in the league, and it's a lot of fun to play with those guys every night. I think you've already matched your goal total this season that you had from all of last year. Um, I'm wondering maybe if uh, something that happened for you this past summer was was a big key in that. I know you got invited to the Anaheim Ducks camp. Uh, maybe first of all, uh, you could tell me about how you found out that was, was happening for you. It's extremely rare for a, a player currently in the BCHL to be invited to an NHL camp. Um, so how did that come about for you? Yeah, um, well, obviously my name draft there and I, mean, I was a little disappointed but when the phone when the phone came ringing on on Sunday there I was I was happy and you know I, I knew it was going to be a great opportunity to you know showcase myself and showcase what I'm all about and I thought I did a really good job down there yeah I think you even got a, a big goal in one of the in one of the games um what yeah. what stands out about the camp was it just kind of kind of the high profile guys that were there or maybe some of the NHL uh management types that you maybe got to show your stuff in front of uh, sort of who who was there that's high profile and what did the experience do for you yeah well I mean obviously it's everyone there's a, a really good hockey player I mean they're all there for a reason I think you know all their all their high first round picks second round picks I mean even guys that played pro last year in the, in the AHL and in the East Coast League they're all there so I mean everyone there is a really great player and I think just competing against them and seeing seeing how I measured up I thought it was great for you know not only my my skills but also my confidence I thought you know I didn't I wasn't out of place at all there and it was really it was really great it helped a ton with my confidence I think it's kind of carried over some of the stuff that I've learned there and into the start of the season Another another great thing that's happened for you early in the season is you earned that NCAA commitment to UConn, uh, University of Connecticut. Uh, they play in a great conference over in Hockey East. Um, did you take a trip there? And could you tell us about your campus visit and, and what you're you're looking forward to about joining the Huskies? Yeah, yeah. Obviously, that was a really a really long process 
for, for myself and my family, the, the recruiting process there. And, like, yeah, I visited uh, in October, and as soon as I went there, I, I loved it. I mean, I think it, I think it checks all the boxes that, that I need for, for next year, and I'm, I'm really excited to be heading there. I wanted to bring things back to the, uh, the BCHL and some some other things that have happened recently. Uh, something that probably got your attention, and, and not in a, not from a positive, but a negative. You guys, you know, were on the receiving end of a, a fairly lopsided loss to your rivals from Powell River a couple weeks ago. It was a 12-5 final score. I know you didn't have uh, the the goaltending tandem that night that you would t- uh, typically want to have behind you. Curtis Chapman was out, but um, you can't lay it all at the feet of one player. Uh, what did that particular loss do for you guys in terms of sharpening your focus on what you need to do down the stretch? Yeah, I think it was, it was a tough loss. I mean, no one, you can't really hide from that, but I think we kind of just know, I mean, like, there's no there's no easy games in this league. I mean, everyone everyone's a great team. I mean, we beat them, we beat them the last meeting, and you, know, you can go out the next game and get something like that. So, I think it was kind of a wake-up call for us that, I mean, we got to be sharp and in the wake for every game. I mean, we know they're missing some of their top guys, but, I mean, we, we took them for granted, I think, and, you know, we know that's not going to happen again. That's the BCHL Player of the Week, Victoria Grizzlies defenseman Carter Berger. Time for a quick break. We'll be back to the podcast after this. At Subway, we're all about making it what you want, even when we're advertising our new sandwiches made with the legendary Montreal Steak Spice. Okay, make it like a pop star. Here we go. Montreal Steak Spice, so legendary Montreal Spice. Yes, Subway, give me some of 100% Canadian steak with Montreal Spice. Subway, make it what you want. For a limited time at participating restaurants. Hi, this is Dane Jackson from the University of North Dakota. You're listening to the BCHL Podcast. And welcome back. Into our final interview now, and for that we go behind the bench where West Kelowna Warriors coach Jeff Grimwood has his club on a five-game win streak entering play on Friday. The latest victory for the Warriors was Tuesday as they defeated the Wenatchee Wild 6-2 at home. They face a rematch with the Wild Friday night, and with the convincing win earlier this week, Grimwood tells Jesse Adamson his players are showing him a competitive level that's going to serve them well in the interior division this season. Played Wenatchee three times now, and and uh, all three games have been two-two pretty late in the game, like you know, well into the second period and going into the third. You know, so I was just I was glad that we were able to uh, you know kind of keep the foot on the gas pedal a little bit, and, and uh, you'll find some timely goal scoring because you know certainly there was a few times last night that um, you know they were buzzing and, and they could have taken that three-two lead. So it was nice to get that three-two goal and then, and then actually be able to build on it. So after the win last night, uh, you guys find yourself in second place in the interior division, one point back of first place. Uh, what does it say about your group that you guys have been able to be so success- successful early on, especially with a bit of a, a rocky start off the ice to start the season? Well, I think there's um, I think there's two main things. I think one is uh, we've got really good veteran leadership here, and uh, it's a very low-maintenance group. Like, Ryan Furster did a great job building the team. Uh, 
you know, they show up every night, they work hard, um, you know, win or lose. You know, I, I haven't really had to question the group's no points or so far. So, you know, number one is they work hard. Number two is I, I think we've had two, two strong goaltenders um, that have both pushed each other and, and for the most part have played really well. So, you know, like when you're working hard and you have good goaltending, um, it gives you a chance to be successful. It's a, it's a really tough vision. Um, you win a couple in a row. And uh, all it does is let you tread water, and you lose a couple of throws, and you seem to drop to the bottom. So it's, uh, you know, we'll take the wins when we can, but, uh, you know, we know it's going to be a grind for uh, for another 40 games here. You mentioned your goaltenders, so I guess we'll go here next. Um, uh, Connor Hopkins has been solid all year, but I noticed last weekend Brock Bayer got a couple starts in a row. Um, was that just a situation where you wanted to play the hot hand, or, or what was the decision um, there? <laughs> rotated them, um, but one of the things that we've talked about doing them is rotating them in sets of two, so you know, if you get a guy that plays well on Friday, we'll, we'll tend to give him that Saturday as well, um, and then the other guy can go during the next week, so um, you know what, it does, like a lot of people run into that one, really at the end of the day, like we're just uh, trying to keep them both playing, because they both deserve to play, and, and um, you know, sometimes if there's minimal travel, uh, we'll play them back to back. Um, so just looking at the, the numbers around the league, you guys are top five in goals four uh, so far. What do you think has been look at, working for you guys offensively this year? Well, again, like, I, I think you look at the team that, uh, that Ryland Furster last year, and there's a lot of good offensive players. Um, you know, Mike Hartman's been a really solid addition. Willie Rhymes had a, a real good start. You know, from Valley Wall, Chase Dubois, Max Bulaka, like, there's a pretty good list. There are five or six guys that, you know, seem to find their offense uh, most nice. And, uh, like I said, when you have good goaltending um, and your team game, if, if the guys are all working hard, then those offensive guys seem to find those opportunities. Um, so you took over during training camp this year. Um, do you think that you have the team playing your style uh, as of now, or does that take a little bit more time in your opinion? Um, you know what, I... I I really don't look at it like that. I think what what I was blessed to inherit here was a real good hockey club um, that's got a lot of things that are built in. Like they, there's a good work ethic here. There's good leadership here. Um, you know, system-wise, you know, I'm going to do some things that are a little bit different than Ryland. But you know, what people got to remember too is is me and Ryland worked on the team all summer, and and so you know, I sort of kept following the plan that we were going to do anyways if that makes sense so um you know i haven't come in here with any grand ideas of trying to make a million changes uh, we're kind of proceeding the same way uh, the team would have even if there wasn't a coaching change uh one player that's kind of stood out uh, to me as of late is lucas cullen he has uh five points in the last couple games uh, he was an honorable mention for player of the week this week uh what have you liked about his play especially as of late yeah, well, you know, Lucas joined us, um, you know, five games into the season uh, from the Washington Hockey League, and uh, he's got a tremendous work ethic. He, he's on the puck, he works hard, he's a very smart player, and, um, you know, like, he's a kid that you'd want to have on your team whether he's getting points or not, uh, but lately he's had a real hot stick, and uh, it just seems like everything that uh, that comes to him is going in the net, so... Uh, you know, we don't expect him to play at that pace all year, um, but certainly I think he's got a lot of confidence right now, and, and 
he's, uh, you know, he's, he's definitely leading the charge for us. Uh, and finally, you guys travel to Wenatchee and play uh, in Wenatchee again on Friday. Um, what are you expecting from them uh, after you beat them 6-2 uh, earlier in the week? I think it's really hard to beat someone twice in a row. Like, you know, you, um, you, you play well on game one and you feel good about yourself. And then, you know, it's really easy to take it lightly the next game. So I, I think it's, um, you know, it's a challenging building to go into. They're very successful at home over the years. And, uh, you know, we're going to have to be better because, you know, at the end of the day, they're a real good hockey club. Um, they're probably not happy with how they played last night. So it's, uh, it's going to be one of those things where, uh, you know, we're just going to have to be better in all areas. That was West Kelowna Warriors coach Jeff Grimwood speaking with our Jesse Adamson. And that is going to do it for the podcast this week. Check bchl.ca for all the latest headlines and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at GoBCHL. This is Brent Mutis from BCHL Communications. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.